Jesus said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Welcome to the Evangelia Show. Hear life-changing testimonies from our paradise Cook Islands with your host, Mania Clark Mamanu. Welcome back to the Evangelia Show. I'm so excited to have my next guest uh, with me today. Her name is Tuari E. Vakateni Williams. And um, we're here in Inaved, so um, no doubt you may hear some dogs, you may hear kids, you may hear um, just roosters, the sounds of Raratonga, um, but do not be distracted. I'm looking forward to hearing a, a, a wonderful testimony from you today, Tuari'i. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Cool. <laughs> well, let's start with which um, <coughs> vaka or pa inua are you from? I'm from Raro. Um, on my dad's side, I think I'm from Maniiki, Aitutaki, that's as much as I know. I live in Tsukupa, so I come from, also I come from the Ariki, the Bukatini line. Awesome! And um, was faith a part of your upbringing? Yes, um, just, well, I think last year I learned when my mom found out she was pregnant with me, her and her two other friends would gather and pray over me while I was still in the womb. Yeah, and I didn't know that, and she told me, and I was like, Wow, um, that was a testimony in itself because I would think like as a young, back when I was a teenager, I'm like, man, there were certain things that I knew not to go into. I knew not to do because for so I didn't know why, but I just knew that I didn't want to go into certain things that would lead to sin or that kind of thing. And I'm um, looking back at it now, I'm like, how, what kind of teenager thinks for themselves? Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to do that. Like. So, and now I know it's because my mom covered me in prayer when I was still forming in the womb. So, it's beautiful. Um, and then, yeah, was the church baby, always grew up in church, always going to church on a Sunday. So, I've always had God in my life. Yeah, yeah, just growing up. Love it. I've had God there, always there, <laughs> whether I knew it or not. <laughs> That's right. Well, with prayer, that's amazing in the womb. As a teenager, though, did you still encounter challenges and go through some difficulties? Learning a whole lot now, what I know now, like I look back and I'm like, oh, that was this. So I think abandonment. Um, I grew up with my grandparents, occasionally my, my mom. And then when my grandparents got sick, I went to my auntie, which is my mom's sister. And I grew up with her, her husband, and her two kids. So that was kind of like my family. They, they're like family to me. I consider that my cousins, my siblings, my auntie and um, my uncle, my mom and dad. Yeah. And my mom knows this. Like It's like a co-parenting kind of like, it's a general, everyone knows, like mom and mom. I live on the island. My auntie lives on the island. Um, my mom lives in Australia. Mm-hmm. My auntie, mom, the family I grew up with, yeah, they're in Australia as well. So I'm just here with my auntie, her three kids, her two grandbabies and my dad recently moved back my biological father yeah he recently moved back 2018 so and so what led you to encountering the lord or did you receive the lord as your savior in your younger years um slowly i think because in my younger years you know you just go sunday you go to church on a sunday that's all that's what we did but I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. You know, you sit in the service, you sit there, you wait till you finish, you finish church, you go home and eat. But um, I went to a conference and 
the, um, the worship team was singing this song and the song was Jesus at the center of it all but it's Rashid Hutin. Hutin. Yeah. Mm. And I cried for the first time ever in a worship session. I think I was maybe 16, 15, 16, and I didn't know why. Like, I was it know here why. on the island or? No, it was in um, Australia, in Sydney. Um, but yeah, that's the first time I think I've ever like encountered or like knowing that I actually encountered. Felt his presence. Yes, felt something different. Felt like I did not have control over my own body. Why would you cry for no reason? Um, but yeah, and I was like, man, that's definitely the Lord. And my uncle, who was of faith as well, was like, oh, that was the Holy Spirit. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> what's that? You know, still a lot to learn at that age, but you're never too young to be encountered. So. Definitely. Coming back to here on the island, what led you to encountering him here? Um, when I first moved back, I was church searching for a long time and I didn't really find a church that I could call home or that could feed me spiritually until I went to Israel. I went to, I joined the the crew that went to Israel, the Cook Island group that went to Israel. I met Auntie um, Donna, I met the Kodas, um, I met um, the Karapungas and you know making friends with them and because they're a part of celebration and I was roomed with um Auntie Donna and she's such a beautiful woman of faith and um just her talking and being a vessel of the Lord um I was prompted by the Holy Spirit unknowingly now I know but unknowingly I was prompted by the Holy Spirit to just share with her um just to confess with her something that I thought I'd never tell anyone mm -hmm. and I was like wow Lord you brought me all the way to Israel just to renew my relationship with you like you dragged me all the way. Like it could have been in here, it could have been True. in Australia, but no, you chose to take me to your home, uh, to your chosen Good land. Yeah, yeah. chosen um, land. Just to renew our relationship, like, and I was just, I'm grateful for that. Um, and I feel like that's when the encounters were more prominent, you know, with with God and just knowing that He's He's chasing after me as much as I'm running away and like not knowing what I'm doing, but. He's always going to be there. After that time, did, did life change for you, especially your faith journey? Yes, um, life definitely changed. I began to go to go to church, um, celebration, plant in there, met um, amazing people, um, awesome youth program. And, and I just loved Sundays. I loved Sundays because of the word. And I loved how um, the church was just so moved by the Holy Spirit you can see it's evident like I just love how everyone is so in full in a full surrender to God and like no one's like we're all in our separate journeys and being vulnerable with, the, with God and that means being undignified before others which is a lot for people these days mm. but it was just so refreshing to see how raw and vulnerable the word that was brought to us can make us feel mm. and help change us you know help um the seeds planted then i love where i am i think after israel so end of october 2018 then i started coming to um celebration started going to 412 and then planted in a cg um and i've been here since ever since i wouldn't change yeah. it i wouldn't go back to live back in australia i wouldn't like here's home for me mm. in your journey thus far have you 
experienced you know miracles or healing um, visions or dreams um i've experienced like little conversations with the lord um which i'm always grateful for <laughs> and i'm always humbled by but um we appreciate that um we appreciate the challenge it brings the changes it brings to us you know like we, we pray god change us yeah. Um, and then when it comes to change, you're like, wait, why? Why are we doing this? It's because we asked for it. <laughs> yeah. we, we prayed about it. So what's some of those um, little conversations he's had with you? Um, I remember just being, because back in Australia, I would, I would do a lot for others. And all I'm wanting is just to be appreciated. Mm. And one day the Lord was like, you know how you feel about, you know, not being appreciated? That's how I feel about everyone who... We don't really appreciate what God has done. We don't appreciate what Jesus has done for us. And I was like, wow, that's on a, a larger scale than me and my, oh my gosh, my friend hurt me. and Or she didn't appreciate this the way I wanted her to. You know, like it's my little unappreciation moment is nothing compared to the millions of people on earth here who yeah. have yet to come it's to know true. Christ and appreciate Christ's, um, Jesus's, sacrifice for us yes. you know and i was like oh okay what a revelation to yeah you. yeah that's it was new. cool i was like oh okay lord you're right it's not about being appreciated <laughs> it's about doing what's right for that person what he wants for that person yeah if it's to give then it's to give without hesitation without reasoning without wanting glory because it's not for us what's some other times that god has spoken to you um times with family just you know Remembering that God has given us a multitude of grace for our sins. So, and, you know, having, knowing that and learning that we should also practice that with our families. And that's, you know, because you're with your family every day. It's mm. such a challenge. Like, oh, no, renew, renew, like, forgive them, let them go. Like, I remember one time I just inwardly complained about the little things. Lord, why do I see this and no one else sees this and I have to do it and... I was just complaining in my little head and he's just like, I sent you here to be an example for me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> um, you know, like, don't complain about it. Jesus never complained. He did what he was told. He was... Yeah, he did. And so yeah. it just brought me back to earth. Like, it's not about me. Mm. It's about Jesus. Mm. It's about God's kingdom, like building it up. Mm. Yeah. Doing his will and doing it. Right. Getting the harvest and we're not gonna get the harvest by complaining in our heads about things. Yeah. Like, or complaining in general. Exactly, exactly. In terms of with your dad, you said he came back recently. Was there healing that the Lord was able to do in terms of your relationship with him? Um yes, sort of yes. Um we're still on I'm still on that journey of yeah. having to have that conversation with them. Um, just recently, um, just talking with my CG leader, I opened up to her and I was like, man, I, I genuinely want to like reconcile. I genuinely want mm -hmm. to form a, a relationship, a friendship with my dad and be in his life, him be in my life. And, um, but I haven't, I haven't had that sit down, get everything off your chest, um, kind of conversation, which I think, and I believe is what's causing my current challenges now. Um, I'm like, Lord, why? Why am I like? Why is this hard? And I know, and it goes back to that. I'm like, oh, it's because you haven't dealt with that. You know, I haven't obeyed um, God in doing what 
you know, just having Go that. Go and see them. Yes, yes. feel, you know. Yes, for speak to them. Yeah. Mm. Like, I know I have to do it. It's just a matter of doing it. So, yeah, like, it's, it's a work in progress. A work but in it's, progress. it's a good work it's, in progress. Yeah. And Holy Spirit's in you, working in you, and He yes. will empower you yes, to have that, have that conversation. So obviously with, with COVID here on the island, and you were actually affected by, by it as well. You've just come out recently in isolation. Yes. But pre that, how was God speaking to you about uh, this whole COVID, that, that pandemic that first you know, come on the world stage a couple of years ago? When it first came out, I just, I didn't want to give in to, I didn't want to give it power because everything on social media blows up 10 times more than it should be. Mm. And I was just like, I didn't want to be someone who just believed everything. I didn't want to listen to everything they said. Like, it's not that I was trying to be ignorant or like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about, but I didn't want that to have power over me mm. and drill in fear yeah. because I was like no something's not right about that like it's just it was just a little discernment of you can choose you can choose what you listen to you can choose what you believe to believe and I didn't want to believe in the force the fear of fear because fear, yeah that God. was just prominent everywhere mm. and because God doesn't give us a spirit of fear yes but of so, power, love, and a sound mind. Yeah. Yeah, I was never afraid of it. I was just, I would think like, well, if, if I catch it and pass away, then I can see the Lord. If I catch it and don't pass away, then I'm still alive. So, win-win. That's how I thought about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, you weren't afraid of dying? No. No? Because you knew where you were going. And yes. so, did you did you vaccinate? No, I'm not vaccinated. And And why was that choice for you? I, why, did, why did you make that choice? I chose not to be vaccinated because I didn't like the spirit of control that was behind it. I didn't like that, you know, you're told to do this. And so people just do it out of, okay, well, I better do it, like without proper research. Um, and I also just thought like it's it was too soon. Like it was just, something about it was just off to me. So I was like, no, I don't want to give in. I don't want to be a part of, something that doesn't seem necessary at the time for me for me but um and then now having caught covid and mm, by the grace of god yeah so that happened a couple of weeks ago mm, yeah yes so tell us about that journey um so when i caught it it was it was a bit weird you know you're just rushed you're in a moment of like oh well we got it and now we're gonna isolate and what made you go and get tested what symptoms did you what was the circumstances behind that okay so sunday i woke up and um and i was like okay get ready for work uh for work for, for church uh, but then i was just i couldn't move like i had body aches i was weak but it wasn't like a week that you couldn't deal with like i could still get up and go to shower and come but i was just not felt sick energy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Had, like um, a cold or a flu yeah just fever headaches and th- th- that was it on sunday and then come monday i was had more energy um still a little bit of a fever but not much of a headache well, at what point did you go and get tested and why did you do that on sunday so when i felt that i was sick i was like i should go and get tested for my peace of mind and also my household's peace of mind i wanted to respect my auntie i live with my auntie and and so uh, I went to get tested, found out I was positive. Also, it was because my, it was my cousin's 
birthday and so we had a whole bunch of people at home but i just stuck to my room just in case i did i had covid um but i stuck yeah no one caught it though like everyone got tested everyone came back negative so mm. thankfully it was just me um i didn't pass it on to anyone during that time in that time when you tested positive how did you feel when i tested positive i was just like oh well i have it it's just a matter of getting over it <laughs> like you know just getting it well comes, yeah it'll, not, like i just knew it would come and go like i knew that it won't um, it's not my time I, I was just like no you're not gonna I'm die not gonna, from it yeah. yeah i'm not gonna let this have a power over me i'm not gonna let this um i didn't want to i also didn't want to um seep into the like i didn't want to give into the sickness like i know like our mind also has the power of our body like i was just thinking no it's just a flu it's nothing more than that i'm not gonna let it have a, I just didn't want it to have a power over me because everyone else, everything else, the whole world was just COVID this and COVID mm. that. And I was like, no, but it doesn't have to be that way. Right. You can choose how you think about things. And so that's how I chose to think about when I was sick. I was like, it's just going to come and go. Mm. Was there a worse point did you have? Describe how, what your symptoms were each day. I just got better and better. So Sunday I had fever, body aches, headache. Tuesday, uh, Monday, um, still a little bit of the fever, no headache, and a little bit of the body aches. Tuesday, pretty much gone. Mm -hmm. I can get up, I can walk about. Um, it was just normal, and then and then I was fine. It was just it's it's a bit daunting though, like because I know I'm I'm gonna get well, mm -hmm. and then like but. You know, I know they mean well. Others will like be like, "Oh, are you okay? How are you feeling today?" And bless their heart, you know. Thank you for checking in on me. But I'm like, but I'm good. I'm yeah. fine. Yes. Went to go test on a Sunday, sixth of March. The following Sunday, they came to test us. Um, they test us the whole house, all four of us, and then just messaged and said, "You're all negative." So after that, I started coming out of the room. I could hang out yeah. with my family. Yeah. Because I thought. Um, they could well, feel safe knowing that. Yeah, yeah, if I'm negative, I can't pass it to you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and what did God speak to you during that time? Um, I remember being, you know, on your journey with God. I'm just like, I would say to myself, man, I just need my time alone with the Lord. And then, but I'd never put aside time or I never prioritize time. And But this, this was like a perfect time. For me to be able to um, indulge in the Lord and be in His presence and just really um, focus on Him and spend time with Him. But that, like I did for a bit, read Psalms, because um, 412 was reading Psalms at the time. Um, but it was a hit and miss, like that was a challenge in itself, like being alone in my own room. And um, I would. One of the challenges I'm, I'm facing now is just um, just running to God, just running to His Word. Like, but I'm waiting. Like as a like as my flesh is waiting. Like oh, waiting for the perfect time and stuff. But I'm like no, now I just need to time. get into a habit. Yeah, just do it. Go, go and um, go and be with Him. Go and read the Word. Like just do it. Mm. Whereas I was just waiting. Like. Mm. I'm waiting to feel like, yeah, go. Oh, okay. I was waiting to be prompted, which 
I could be waiting ages. Yes. And so now I'm like, no, create a habit and then the habit will turn into... Um, yeah, like normal, yeah. like yeah. normal. But yeah. Is that for me? Yes, slowly, slowly. Like that's one of my massive um, challenges. Did he speak to you about something in particular during this, your time, having to isolate? I think trust, uh, yeah, trust him, just trust him um, with anything, with everything, all areas, every area, just trust him and not try to control anything because we can't do it in our own strength. Mm. If we do, we'll fail, we'll stress ourselves out. Mm. While I was reading Psalms, the way it happened, it was just beautiful when I, when I heard, understood what God was wanting me to get from from Psalms. Chapter 1, verses 3. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does prosper. When I read that, um, it took me a while, because like, for me, when I read the word or anything to do with knowledge, like I... Um, I have to really break it apart to understand everything about mm. that. And so when I was reading it over and over, um, it, I began to see that that was God's promise for me. Um, that if being like a tree, if I plant by the rivers of water, Jesus, if I plant, um, I will, like my fruit will come in its due season. Like if I'm faithful and I stick by the rivers of water, Jesus, I will bear fruit in its due time. Like I won't bear fruit straight away in its due time. Like I will, the Lord will make it happen. And um, and if I stay planted, I will not be shaken. I will not, my leaf won't, like, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and then the last part, whatever um, I do shall prosper. Mm. And that felt like God's promise to me. Like if you plant in me, if you, um, if you plant in me, you will bear fruit. Mm. You will also not be tainted. You will, and you will prosper in everything you mm. do. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I cried. And I'm going to cry now. But I cried. I was like, oh, this is your promise for me. Like, mm. if I just do that, if I just plant in you, you're going to do the rest. You're going to bear my fruit. You're going to protect me from whatever else um, that could come and take me. And you will prosper me in anything I do. Like, anything I do, you will do that for me. And I was like, my gosh so and that was true. such a beautiful promise i'm like lord you this is your promise for me mm. and i was just like wow that's what i've been holding on to um during that time yeah just from that time from it's that time for like, fresh revelation yeah and i was just grateful mm -hmm. i was like lord thank you thank you for letting me know that you you plan to prosper me you plan to protect me you plan to um help me bear fruit if I just submit to you, if I just surrender everything yeah. to you, if I just plant by you, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Can I ask you to read the verse before that one, before what you read, just the verse before it? Sure. So that sounds, Psalms chapter 1 verse 2 is, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Oh my gosh, what an answer. That's exactly what I should be doing. <laughs> and then follow on. What happens? 
He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. <sighs> I hear you, Lord. I heard, I hear you. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love these moments. It's like light bulb moments. When you're just like, okay, Lord, you told me this. Mm. How are we going to do this? And then he brings the answer. Or the revelation and it's just it just makes sense i love it when it makes sense and then it's up to you it's up to you to to um obey to obey and to implement that and to submit yeah, yeah. that's so beautiful so in this season you know what what's the lord saying for you to be doing or how would you like to be used for the lord be used by the Lord in a way of like helping in the harvest I want to be a, a vessel like I want to be and yeah I want to be a vessel I want to be bold in my not just in my faith but in in who Jesus is that you know like I'm unashamed to just pray for someone in public or like I just want to be so infused with God infused with Jesus that I don't think about it it's not, I'm, I don't hesitate about it. I just want to be a pillar for the Lord, like, and boldly. Not in a boastful way, but in mm. a... When the Lord says, go and yes. pray, go and go pray. Go and pray straight away. Go and do that as he prompts you. Yeah, like, that's what I want to be in. And I know it starts, like, for me to be able to be get there, for the Lord to take me into that fulfilling fulfillment. Like, I need to first... Mm. listen to him for myself surrender amen and yeah so it's it's a journey amen. but it's that's definitely where i want to be i want to be such a warrior for the lord what's your hopes for the mapu of raratonga and the cook islands i hope that they know the truth sooner they are aware of god and his big truth that's just it's there like i know a lot of the times us as humans we the flesh just tries to justify things tries to understand it tries to simplify but complicate it more i just want them to know the truth that jesus is the way the truth and the life that that you can have freedom mm. you can have actual freedom not the half-hearted freedom that the world will offer offer but like you can have legit freedom from bondages, from you, you can be free. Because you you've experienced be that, eh? Yes, like being set free from the demonic is just the best thing in the world. You feel like you can do anything. You feel like you feel empowered. You you know where you you know your authority in God. You know that you don't have to succumb to what the enemy is offering you, what the enemy is telling you. Hopes for your family. I hope and pray that they'll be saved, that they come into um, a deep relationship with the Lord, a passionate relationship with the Lord. I hope they come into prayer. I hope they come into repentance. You know, I just I hope they come into salvation. I hope they come into the kingdom of God. I just want them to be saved. Because, you know, if you love someone, you want them to be saved. You want to see them in heaven. Amen. Amen. I want them to be set free. Amen. Yeah. Um, 
Is there any message or encouragement that you'd like to leave with our listeners today? Yes. Um, push in. Like, I know I've just been speaking the last half hour, half hour about not be, like challenge, being challenged to push in, but just pick up the Bible, push in. Like, you don't know what you're going to find there, you know? Like, pray, be, get in His presence. Just start with the Lord. And you won't have to worry about the rest. And what about for the listener that doesn't know Jesus as their saviour? Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you and he has a heart for you and he sacrifices on life for you. So you don't have to endure the penalty of your sins. Give him a chance. Give Jesus a chance and you won't regret it. He'll, he'll prove himself to you like over and over again. If you would like to discuss this testimony more, contact celebrationrarotonga.com website or Celebration Church Rarotonga Facebook page. And to hear other life-changing testimonies, subscribe to Te Evangelia Show podcast and on Spotify. Kia meta ki to ora e kia manuia. Ie koko!